بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد my brothers and sisters the other day I spoke to you about something called the 10,000 hour rule if you remember from uh, Malcolm Gladwell's book called the outliers where he talks about statistically he says that to reach a level of expertise and excellence in any field you should have practiced you should have done that thing for 10000 hours right and he statistically he shows how somebody who's done it 6000 hours 8000 hours 10000 hours how there's a vast difference between these so even though 8000 hours is a lot of hours still between 8 and 10 there's a big difference So I was thinking to myself and I did a little bit of mental calculation. I said, what about Salah? Now, first and foremost, I said, let me define for myself what would be, what would I call expert level of Salah? So at the basic minimum, I would say expert level of Salah is that from the time Takbir Tarimah when I say Allahu Akbar to the time I say Salam, my thoughts must not move from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah? Because this is from the Hadith Jibreel Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Antabudallaha ka anna katara. Antabudallaha ka anna katara. Fa'illam takuntara fa'illna wiyarak. So he said, worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if you can see him. And if you can't see him and we know you cannot see him, know that he is seeing you. So if this is my understanding, then expert level of salah would be that from the time I enter salah to the time I leave salah, my thought must not go anywhere at all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It must not move from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Khalas. Right. So if that is the expert level of salah, then and according to uh, Malcolm Gladwell, it takes 10,000 hours. Now, rough calculation, if you take the five first salah alone, five first salah together come to around one hour per day. Right. 60 minutes divided by 5 is 12. 12 fives are 60. So 12 minutes per salah. I don't think we are spending more than that in, in any salah, right? 12 minutes. Maybe, maybe Salatul Fajr. Especially if you are praying in a masjid, then the Imam will usually recite a little bit longer in Fajr and so on, so a little bit more. Otherwise, I don't think we take more than 12 minutes per salah, everything all together. Just for the sake of calculation. So one hour a day. So in one year, we are spending 365 hours in Salah, right? So in three years, we are spending over 1000 hours, right? Now, somebody who is, say, 60 years old, and if he started praying from the time he was 10, he has prayed for 50 years. If you do the numbers, 50 years at this rate, comes to 18,250 hours, not 10 hours, not 10,000, 18,250, which means almost double 10,000. So the question I ask myself is, if I have been praying for 50, 50 years, I have prayed 18,000 hours worth of Salah, what is the quality of my Salah? Can I pray two rakat without disturbance, without my concentration going somewhere? With Khushu. So it shows that if that is not happening, if it is happening, Alhamdulillah, but if it is not happening, then it shows that it is not only the number of hours, it is how you use that hours. 
Right. It's not just a matter of saying I finished my salah. And issue is how do I use, what is the effort I make? What is the thoughtfulness with which I am praying? So it's not only practice, it is very thoughtful practice, very seriously. Bring it to yourself and say, SubhanAllah, I am standing in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, it is like standing in front of Allah, in front of his arsh. He said in one hadith, when the slave makes sujood on the farsh, on the, on the carpet here or wherever on the, on the, on the, on the ground, he is actually making sajda before the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now if we can internalize this, say, SubhanAllah, I am making sajda before Allah. Allah jalla jalalu is watching me, Allah is listening to my recitation. Uh, what I am reading, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what is in my heart. Eh? This awareness, that is the reason why the Salafu Salihin, they used to pray so many nawafil. Right? Almost anyone, if you read their uh, their biographies, right? Now you find uh, uh, practically anyone, I, mean, I, I can name Abdullah bin Mubarak or uh, Sufyan al-Thawri or Rahimahullahi Alayhi Majmain or Hassan Basri, Rahmatullahi Alayhi whoever, right, they used to pray literally hundreds of, of nawafil. Some people said he prayed 1,000 nawafil per day, right. He would pray, he would pray the, all practically the whole night. Why? For this, right? it was like you are going to the gym to, to build muscles, so somebody is doing in the gym for one hour. Somebody is spending eight hours in the gym. Obviously, there will be a difference between the two, right? So, spending time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, praying nawafil is one way. But you might say, well, you know, Hassan Basri did it. I, I have my work to do and so on and so on. I can't spend eight hours. No problem. But consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the day. Even if I'm not praying, continuous constant, I'm driving my car, I'm thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, you are taking me on this road. So many people are, this is happening, that's happening, but I, you are taking me, you are taking me safely, alhamdulillah, right? If I'm speeding, I see a cop car, I say, ya Allah, please put a curtain before his eyes, he can't see me, and you're going 90 miles an hour, his radar stops working, right? Now, I'm not, don't do that, but I'm saying, well, I mean, do I should work? I mean, what's the point? Seriously, I ask myself, I, I do this all the time. I mean, when, no parking, you make dua, ya Allah, please get me, get me parking near the whole. Believe me, if you do dua seriously, uh, Rasulullah I'm, I'm not inventing all this, believe me. Nabi Sallallahu said, even if your shoe strap is broken, he said, ask Allah. Yes or no? So why can't I ask him for parking? Issue is, I'm not joking, I'm saying, issue is, seriously, how serious am I about this? And say, my Rabb can give me if he wants. Right? If I, if I don't get, I don't cry and I don't grumble. I'm saying, no, no, no. But I'm asking, yeah, yeah, Rabbi, I, I need parking. I mean, I don't want to walk in this winter cold. I don't want to park somewhere close. I, I need to go here. Please give me parking near this place. Alhamdulillah. Continuously being in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Salah is, of course, the best way. But as I said, you know, we, we are weak. We cannot do those people did what they did. But to the extent possible, and definitely pray all the sunnah of every first salah, pray some nawafil. This much we must do. I mean, just praying four rakat of salah further than walking away is no good. But ap- apart from that, continuous thought of the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, this, He is with you wherever you are, huh? in terms of His, of His knowledge, His ilm, and so on. Con- continuous consciousness of that. And that is what will, inshallah, Bring us in a state where now when we stand in Salah, the same thing continues. One of my teachers used to say, the quality of Salah 
ڈپینڈ آن واٹ یو ڈو آؤٹ سائڈ دا مسجد ہاؤ مچ ٹائم ڈو یو اسپینڈ ان ذکر ایوری ڈے ہاؤ مچ ہاؤ مینی آورس آف یورس آر ان غفلہ یو آر ڈوئنگ سم تھنگ ویئر دیز نو تھاٹ آف ہاؤ مینی آورس آر ان دا تھاٹ آف اللہ سبحان ہی سر آل آف دس ول ریفلیکٹ ان یور سلاح سو دا سلاح از لائک اے میٹر سلاح ول ٹیل می ہاؤ کلوز آئی ایم ٹو اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ اور ہاؤ فار اوے آئی ایم وی آس کا اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ ٹو ایکسیپٹ آور سلاح نو میٹر ہاؤ اٹ از بٹ آئی ایم سینگ ایٹ لیسٹ وی شوڈ ٹرائی آور بیسٹ نو ٹو کلوز لیٹ می ٹیل یو ٹرو اسٹوری عبد اللہ بن مبارک رحمۃ اللہ علیہ ہی رائٹس اسٹوری ہی سیڈ ہی واز ان مکہ اینڈ اٹ واز ویری بگ ڈراؤٹ اینڈ ویری ڈرائی اینڈ سو آن سو ان دا حرم دے ریٹ سلاد الاستسقا nothing happened right nothing happened and people all dispersed and went away and abdullah mubarak said rahmatullah he said i was sitting there against my back against one of the pillars i saw a young black african boy and he looked like he was a slave because of the kind of clothes he was wearing and he was standing by one of the pillars and this boy raised his hand and he said ya allah they all asked for rain you did not send rain ya allah we are all suffering knocked on the road of the house. That house was, there was a man there who used to, he was actually a, like a slave trader kind of thing. He used to buy and sell and slaves and he used to rent them out to do work and so on and so on. So, he saw Abdullah Mubarak. Of course, he knew who he, who he was. You know, big sheikh and so on. So, he made salam and so on. He said, you have honored my house. He said, look, I have come, I, I need a, I need a servant. So I need to, I need a, he said, oh, no problem, you tell me. And he brought a whole bunch of people, take your, whoever you want, take your pick. Abdullah Mubarak, Abdullah looked at all of them, he said, no, none of this. He said, you have somebody else in the house. He said, nobody, no, no, he said, no, there is somebody else. Who is there? He said, you know, there is this one boy who is weak and he is, uh, he is not good for anything. He's, I mean, he can't do any work around that. So Abdullah Mubarak said, why do you have him here? He said, because there is something about this boy. I think he brings baraka in my house. Eh? He recognized this thing. So he said, but he is no good for work. I mean, you want somebody to work, that boy is no good for you. He said, no, 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 I call him. They called him. He said, I want this boy. You give him. So this man said, he tried to persuade him. He said, no, give him this boy. Give me this boy. He said, okay, take. Now these two are going. While they were going, that boy was carrying his uh, clothes or something. Something fell on the ground. Abdullah Nungwarak, he bent down and picked it up. This boy said to him, Ya Sayyidi, you are my master. I am your slave. Why are you doing this? Why are you picking up something for me? Abdullah Nungwarak said, I am not your master. You are not my slave. You are free. I have freed you. I have not bought you. I have not purchased you. You are not my slave. I have freed you. I just want you to come and you, I want you to be with me in my company. And I want, I want to... The man said, why are you saying this? He said, why are you saying all this? What do you know about me? So he said, I saw what happened in the masjid yesterday. Everybody came 
We all made dua. I was also part of this salah. We all made dua. Nothing happened. Then you asked Allah, Allah gave. So the boy, he became silent. As they neared his house, there was a small masjid on the side. This boy said, can I have the, your permission to pray two rakat of salah? He said, yes, please. The boy prayed two rakat of salah. He raised his hands. He said, Ya Allah, they know. Now they know. He said, now they know. I don't want to be here. Ya Allah, call me now. He said, call me now. And he went. Allah called in sujood. And this is a story written, narrated by somebody of the level of Abdullah bin Mubarak, one of the Sayyid of the Tabi'in. It doesn't matter who it is. Allah doesn't care whether you are black or white or rich or poor or slave or free or alim or no alim. It is the heart. It is the heart. The purity of the heart and the closeness, the qurb of Allah. If this heart is filled with the khashiyat of Allah and the noor of Allah illuminates that heart, then this is the heart which Allah accepts. And that person, when he raises his hands for dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never returns it empty. Never. So I remind myself and you that the biggest benefit, biggest, absolute number one benefit of Orb of Allah, of Mayat of Allah, is the acceptance of Dua. We ask Allah to forgive us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill our qulub with his khashiyah and to fill our qulub with his asma and his greatness and magnificence. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to illuminate our qulub and to illuminate our lives and to illuminate our qubur and to illuminate us on the day of judgment. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept of whatever we do. We ask Allah to purify it and to keep make it free from faults and accept it for his sake. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for ikhlas hunniya. Total and pure ikhlas hunniya. That whatever we do is only and only to please Allah. Not for any other reason. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us inshaAllah. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sallam.